This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Dare to Self-Care. I'm Jen, lifestyle YouTuber and your host of this podcast, where we dive deep with insightful guests to find out how self-care has played a role in their success. Welcome to our community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our community. It is Jen here in Florida. My voice might sound a little weird today because I did not pack my microphone, so I'm using Ethan's fancy headphone mic jack for this, but I know it does not sound the same. So I will not make this intro too long, but of course I had to check in before we get into today's episode. So let's kick it off with what was in alignment for me this week, and as always, you guys reflect on your own weeks as well. So as I mentioned, I'm in Florida, so definitely what was in alignment for me this week is I'm on vacation spending so much family time with my family, Ethan's family, which is always just so nice and grounding and getting away from the hustle and bustle of New York City and having space in your physical home is a game changer. It creates so much more space in your mind as well. It's crazy how you can just completely change environments and take a day or two off work and your mind just feels so much clearer. I've been trying to stay off my phone for the most part, just trying to unwind, relax, and I think it's done me a lot of good. I feel like when I've been showering or going for a walk, I've been being intentional about not always listening to a podcast, so I've been trying to reflect. I've gotten really inspired for a bunch of YouTube video ideas and business ideas because I'm trying to up-level this thing. I want to grow this community and finally invest in myself and maybe outsource a few things and just really build out my website. So there's a lot of things that I'm inspired to do, and I'm really excited for 2022. And I've also been working out with Ethan every single day. So to say the least, my body is really hurting. (laughs) But I do feel really strong. We've been playing golf. I'm like pretty good for someone who doesn't play golf, if I do say so myself. But I woke up and my back was hurting. Like I feel like an old man. (laughs) And I'm doing a challenge for YouTube where I run one mile a day for a week. So this probably sounds so easy to a lot of people, especially to those of you who are runners. But to all of you people who hate running out there just like me, you probably know that this is a daunting task. It's been surprisingly okay because, you know, once I realized it's only 10 minutes of my day and I'm used to like one hour intense workout classes, I had to, you know, it's really mind over matter at a certain point. So I just had to remind myself, like, you do way crazier things. You are physically capable. You're okay. And it's just a rewarding feeling after I finally finish my mile without stopping, without breaking, without walking. I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life. I've always let myself just like walk, then run, walk, then run. So it's actually been super rewarding, but 
it's also what is out of alignment for me this week because I hate having to run every day. I just really don't like it, but I'm trying to learn to like just one mile. It's a good mental challenge. So we will leave out of alignment at that for today. Let's breathe in what was in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. Okay, so introducing this week's guest. Her name is Madison Reed. She is the full-time host of the Girls Building Empires podcast. Her podcast launched this past May. She's also finishing up her degree while playing varsity basketball at her school in Ottawa, Canada. The Girls Building Empires podcast is girl chat with ambitious women, hearing their story and their advice on how you can turn your passions into an empire. It's an amazing podcast. I highly recommend We also did a podcast swap. This is my first official podcast swap where we did two back-to-back recordings on each other's podcasts and they both launched today. So if you're listening to us on here, you can also listen to me as a guest on Girls Building Empires if you head over there after this. So the topics we get into on this episode is getting the podcast host job with zero experience, how to use confidence to land your dream job overcoming imposter syndrome, how to create inspired content when you're not feeling motivated, and so much more. So you can head over to the Girls Building Empires podcast to hear me on there. We're talking about all things confidence, avoiding procrastination, and self-care, and so much more. And please screenshot this and put it to your Instagram stories if you're loving this episode. We'd love to spread the word and grow this amazing community so we can have more amazing guests like Madison on the podcast. All right, hope you guys have a great week and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. I'm so excited. This is like my first official back-to-back podcast swap, so I'm very excited. Amazing. I'm so excited. So I actually heard your podcast interview on Natalie Barbu's. I think you guys did a podcast swap and she's one of my friends. And I was like, I gotta have this girl on. Like, (laughs) I just, I'm so inspired by you and everything that you've been doing. So I'm so excited to dive into it. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Let's get started. Okay. Awesome. Well, we have to start every single podcast episode with your top self-care tip that has played a role in your success. Ooh, good question. I was actually thinking about this. And I mean, one thing that I think has helped me a huge amount would be journaling. I mean, I know that might be kind of cheesy to say for like self-care, you know, but I find that like journaling, it's almost, but I do it in a way where I'm talking to myself. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like a brain dump, like just writing everything down, what I've been worrying about, what I'm thinking about, what's coming up in the future kind of thing. And it's not necessarily for me in that exact moment, but it's something I look back on. And that's when I find that like, that's when I reflect. Do you know what I mean? So I look back on like what I wrote like a couple months ago and I'm like, so crazy. Like I was worrying about that. But now that I'm thinking back to that moment, it wasn't such a big deal. So I feel like that has really helped, especially when building the podcast, you know, this, you know, from building a podcast, like it's not an easy job. So yes, journaling 100% best self-care tip ever. (laughs) So it sounds like you use it almost as like a vent session. Oh (laughs) yes. Oh yes. My brain dump. Yeah. My journal is like my therapist. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. I think it's a really helpful tool. And like, I feel like you're saying it, it, when you're talking about reflecting back, it's a helpful tool in terms of self-awareness. Because oh, yeah. going forward, when you're feeling anxious about certain things and you can sort of like reflect and be like, no, it always works out. Or like, no, there is a reason behind this. Like you can sort of flip back the pages and that's interesting. I don't ever look back at my journal entries. I'm like too scared (laughs) to. Oh my God. It's so funny. Actually, a lot of my journal entries, like, so I've been journaling since I was in elementary school. Like it's been something I've just always done, except back then it was more of a diary, right? It was like, okay, this is my crush kind of thing. But now it's, (laughs) I like to call it a journal. But whenever I would do a diary entry, it would be when I'm cleaning my room. So I'd be like, hi diary. I'm cleaning my room again. Found my diary. Like every (laughs) single one was just like an update back to cleaning my room. That's interesting. I feel like I use mine as a vent sesh, but I mm. it's a weird thing. I, I do it like once every few weeks when I feel like I need to figure something out. So like yeah. I'll be super emotional about something or something will make me feel a certain way. And I'll be like, whoa, why did it affect me so much or something like that? Yes. So I'll like return to my journal and write yes. it out. And I always come to some sort of conclusion by the end of my writing sesh like or some sort of solution or something. So I right. feel like it's just such a tool with self-awareness and really – understanding like how you work, what makes you anxious, how can we make it better, what's worked in the past. It's it is similar to therapy in a way. Yeah, it's like you're working it out yourself by writing it down. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Okay, well, I completely agree, but let's get into <laughs> all things you and girls building empires. I'm so intrigued by everything because I mean, I'm watching you. You're sitting here with your your podcast set up. You're like all <laughs> professional, but like this is your first swing at hosting, right? Yes. Yes, it okay, is. Okay, so ha- tell us – I want to like take it all the way back, but just so that okay. people have an understanding of what you do, tell us about your role at Girls Building Empires and what that is. So I am the full-time podcast host of Girls Building Empires. Dream (laughs) job. Exactly. That's what I like to say too. And yeah, I mean, you kind of said it. I didn't really have any experience in this industry in any way. I'm actually finishing my degree right now. I'm in communications, so I'm in my final year. And going into summer, this past summer, I wanted a job in my field. So I knew I always wanted to work in social media. So I was just looking online. I was asking around and I found this job application saying that Girls Building Empires, the brand, was looking for a podcast host. And those job opportunities don't come around very often. Like you don't just see them online, you know? No, I look all the time. I'm like, if I could get paid to be doing this stuff, like I'm down. Exactly. You don't just see them pop online. That's like you no. got to know someone or already work there. Exactly. It's normally they're they're hiring internally or they yes. know of someone who knows someone. It's and especially when you don't have any experience. I mean, that's all it is, right? Like are you able to host? Are you comfortable in front of the mic and stuff? That's what they're going off of, not mm-hmm. you know, what school did you go to and stuff like that. It's not like you can go to school for podcasting. But anyway, so I find this job posting and I'm like, this almost seems like fate because like we said, it's, it's rare that you see it online. So I kind of went ahead from there. It it got taken down and I emailed them. Long story short, I went through the whole process and was shitting myself through the whole thing. Sorry, can I swear on here? 
Yeah, of course. Okay. Say whatever you want. <laughs> I was like shitting myself through the entire process because I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I had no experience. You know, here's this little 22 year old saying like she wants to get this big time podcast host position. But yeah, they decided to take a risk on me. And I think I think it's been going well. <laughs> Amazing. So was there like an audition process? Did you have to send in like a demo and figure that out? Or it was just resume interview? Like how did that work? Yeah. So I first we first started communicating on email and then he asked for my he my boss asked for my <laughs> resume. So I send in my resume and obviously there's not too much on it. I mean, I'm a college student, you know, and obviously no experience with podcasting and he's looking at it. And then he gets back to me and he asked if I had any type of, you know, YouTube channel or a previous podcast or like even a writing sample. If I'm like a writer of some kind in like right. the creative way, like industry. And I was sitting over there. I remember this so specifically because I was texting my boyfriend. I'm like, a writing sample. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I'm like, I I know nothing. And I I thought from there I could either go two different routes. Like I could try to make something up in the sense that I already had like a writing sample and like submit it to him in that way. Or I could just be super candid and just say, hey look, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no experience, but I know that if I get this job, I'm going to put my whole heart into it. And you can almost guarantee that. And I know I'm the best person for this job. That's basically what I said to him in the email. And I told him that like, I would love to get on a Zoom and just chat with you about it, what my goals are and everything. And then he was like, yeah, like let's get on a Zoom call. So we, we scheduled it. And it was like an hour call. And basically I was just telling my like story and like pitching myself and who I am and what I can bring to the show. And I think that kind of just, that goes a long way when you're confident in yourself and you just pitch yourself like unapologetically, just being that cocky bitch, but in the greatest way <laughs> yeah. when, when you're trying to get a job, they can definitely look through that and they can notice that you're being extremely candid. And like, that's, who they want, especially in the podcast position, you know, like chatting well, yeah. and having like this position where, you know, it's just a conversation. They, they want someone there who's bubbly, can hold a conversation, can really express that they're passionate about a certain topic. So I think that that's what they noticed throughout the interview process. But yeah, it was just a Zoom call. And then a couple of weeks later, he reached out to me and was like, you got the gig. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> well, and I also think that you can hear confidence when someone's talking. Like, all, this is an audio only platform. Exactly. And he, what they saw in you was like passion and confidence. And you were able to just go in there and sell yourself. And that's kind of what you have to do behind the mic. You have to be yeah. comfortable and confident to talk to people that you admire and have like sit down conversations with them. And yeah. honestly, they were smart because I would argue that to someone who was probably more experienced and like was a radio host or whatever, this might've just been another job or another mm -hmm. thing to put on their resume where for you, there was genuine confidence, passion. You really wanted to do it. And also, yeah. I mean, just from like an outsider looking in, you are the demographic of listeners. So yeah. it makes sense that you would be the host as yeah. well. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I'm not 100% yeah. sure who all <laughs> applied for the position and what right. their experience looked like. But that's kind of what they were saying too is like you are the audience. Like you're the avatar of the audience. Like who better to, you know, host this show than 
our audience. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious because you were saying that he asked if you wanted – if you had a YouTube channel and all of these things yeah. and you really – it's clear that you really wanted this position. So was that something you thought about as a student? Were you were you hoping to one day start your own podcast or start a YouTube channel? Like what were your goals? So, I mean, I didn't think I would always become a podcaster necessarily. I only even started listening to podcasts a couple of years ago and that's when I really started to get into it. And from there, from that point on, I think I saw podcasting. But before that, coming into school, I wasn't like university. I wasn't 100% sure. I really loved like the social media industry and like influencing and stuff like that's when it really started to become more and more popular and I was always so curious about it and I would say at that point that was my goal was to just work through social media full-time like that would be my goal but and then so I'm studying communication and media studies so I mean it kind of goes hand in hand with social media kind of not really but yeah so going through college I I would say content creation was my number one I wanted to do that. And that's why I was always looking for these social media jobs, like just trying to get into the industry, right? Because that's what you need. You just need your foot in the door. And then once you get that experience, the ball just kind of keeps rolling. So no, I don't think I wanted, I wasn't, I didn't think I wanted to become a podcaster this entire time. But now that I have it, like I can't imagine any other medium. Like I know that this is, this is something that was meant to happen for me. It's interesting to me because when I was in college, it was like, I'm sure there were influencers, but it was kind of like the peak or like the start of YouTubers becoming this big Mm -hmm. thing. And like, I don't even think I listened to podcasts in college. So the thought of me wanting to become a YouTuber in college was like a (laughs) scary thought to share with anyone. Where for you, you're like, yeah, like I... I want to do content creation. This is what I want to do. And it's just like a normalized thing for you. Do you think that for, you know, people who are students right now that it's, it's become more normalized or do you think you just happen to be a little more confident and, and like, just not give a fuck what anyone thinks? (laughs) I definitely think it's more normalized now. I mean, especially with TikTok now, what people are always like trying to become a content creator or showing, you know, how to become a content creator so and crazy. stuff. Like I feel like it's just so much more normalized now than it was when I first started getting into it. But also that being said, I think it definitely depends on where you live. Like I'm from Canada. I live in Ottawa and there aren't many content creators here. Like nobody does social media here. So even me hosting this podcast, I tell people like, yeah, I'm a full-time podcast host. And they're like, oh, like that's your job. And I'm like, yeah. But then, for example, you were to go to New York or LA, or I'm sure there's many cities in the States that you could even say that your podcast host, and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like you work in, yep. you know, the social media realm. And it's not a big deal. So it, I think it also depends where you live. But I think you were also smart in seeking it out. Like, I, I do think there's something to be said for, like, just start, everyone can start their own thing. But you were yeah. studying, you're in school, and you saw an opportunity, and you were like, that is a perfect place for me to start. And also it gives you a place to learn as well. Cause something I'm sure we'll speak about on your podcast. Like I have been reaching out. Something that I've started learning about is like networking is the thing in the influencer industry. Whereas I was so good at networking in like PR and all these other professional realms that I didn't realize there's so much I could be doing in the influencer space. And once I realized that, like, 
mountains have been moving, like just reaching yeah. out to big YouTubers and people asking if you can help them and offering help, like applying to the job for a podcast host and telling them like, you know, you could have shied away when they were like, where's your writing sample? Where's your demo? But yeah. I'm intrigued by the fact that like you were just like, oh, I don't have any of that. <laughs> but I'm the best person for the job. How did you like gain that confidence? And what are some tips for people who might be in a similar position to you? They're a student. They, you know, want to have that hosting gig or start a podcast or whatever it might be. And they're like, I don't have the experience, so they're just not going to do it. What would Mm -hmm. be your tips for like how to just, because for me, it's like just fake it till you make it, pretend you have confidence, do the damn thing, put yourself out there and the confidence will naturally come in my opinion would you agree Mm -hmm. with that I mean I would say I mean I don't know how this will be perceived so tell me (laughs) if it means I'm just like a cocky bitch (laughs) but I like to think I'm pretty confident to begin with and it's when I start to tell people you know my goals and I did this like what do you think and their opinions kind of downplay like what's happening kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. for example, if I were to tell a bunch of people like I'm applying for this podcasting position, they'd be like, oh, really? You know, Mm -hmm. like I feel like that was kind of the response that I got with some people. So that would kind of tamper my confidence, you know, but when I was applying, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this for me. And that's my biggest tip is if you have this dream and you have this goal in mind and you deep down know that you can do it. Like if you're listening right now and you're like, I know I can become a content creator or I know I can become a podcast host or that goal that I keep telling myself like I want to do, but it's never going to happen. Like I know deep down it can happen. Go out there and actually make it happen for yourself. Don't tell anybody you're going to do it. Don't tell, you know, your mom, your sister, your best friend, your boyfriend, like I'm going to go out and do this. Just go out, you know, start Googling online, start looking at some positions and just apply because you'll never know until you try. Like I could have looked at that job position just sitting there and been like, you know what? They might not take me because I don't have experience. So yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Like I could have done that easily and I would have never had this amazing opportunity. But I looked at it and said, you know what? They could take me. There's like that slight chance that they could take me. And I was willing to put it all on the line just for that slight chance. And I mean, obviously it went in my favor. So I would just say, go for it and stop listening to like outside sources. Because if you know deep down, like this is meant for you, then something good's going to come out of it. I think that's so key because I I relate to you so much in that when I was in college, I would, I mean, these like podcasting wasn't a thing, but there would be like radio show hosts and like, it would say like three plus years of experience. And like, I would apply anyway. Like that was because I had that same and have that same like gut feeling like, oh, this is going to go somewhere. I'm meant to do this. Like I can make it happen. And if you believe in yourself and have that gut feeling, you're just going to keep going because you just have the confidence to know that you're going to get there. And obviously like that's not to say imposter syndrome doesn't come up and I'm sure like, yeah, yeah, like I'm curious, is that something you, I mean, it's just self-doubt at the end of the day. It's not like, I feel like whenever we speak about imposter syndrome, it's like this. It's like the trendiest term right now, like imposter syndrome. Oh my God, that's a perfect way to describe it. (laughs) Right. Like it's literally just self-doubt. So every single person experiences it. Have you felt that in the podcast space or no? Because 
you were it's a little different in a great way because you were like hired to do this so you kind of had that reassurance from your boss that like oh you have talent and you have what it takes that gives you a little confidence boost as it is Mm -hmm. where when you're starting your own thing you're kind of like well no one gave me the permission (laughs) to do this so has that helped you I mean, yeah, you kind of hit the nail straight on the head. Like having them and like my team behind me being like, oh my God, Maddie, like that episode was so great. Like that is 100% reassuring. And especially since, I mean, I have this audience now and they're always giving me such great feedback. That's reassuring. But in the beginning, I 100% had my doubts, especially when I was trying to get my footing with like who to bring on the show, what to talk about. And then I think a couple weeks in, I decided to do solo episodes. And I'm like, who do I think I am? Like (laughs) coming on here and, you know, telling people how to build their empire and giving them motivation. Yet I'm still in the works of doing it myself. I think that's where I felt imposter syndrome the most is because I was thinking in my head, like, who am I to be able to be giving this information? And that's when I kind of needed to remind myself that, you know, specifically with my podcast, like I am just like the avenue for like spreading this information, you know, like I am just here doing the journey, same as my audience. I'm not trying to tell them like how to do it necessarily, or like, here's what worked for me, but mm-hmm. more like a partnership thing. Like you're in it and I'm in it too. And we're listening to this guest and I'm taking in as much information as you're taking in. So just kind of realizing like, where you are in your job career and like what position you're in. And as much as you can, like, like you said, have self doubt, self doubt about it. Also look at it like you're here for a reason, you know, like they hired you for a reason. But if you're starting to like you had that dream and that little spark inside of you to start for a reason, you know, if you didn't have that, then you wouldn't have started and you wouldn't be here. And yeah, you wouldn't be a podcaster, whatever. But you had that little slight you know, like, okay, this can work. So just like thrive off that. Like whenever you get down on yourself, just remind yourself that at one point you thought you could do it and just kind of keep pushing through. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And I'm curious, I know you said like you started doing solo episodes. So do you just have full ownership over, you know, what content you put out there, who you have on the podcast or how does that work? Yeah. So I, I'm so fortunate. My team, I'm so lucky with them. I have complete creative control with the show, basically. So I obviously want to keep it on brand though. So I can't be talking about completely different topics outside of, you know, entrepreneurship and motivation and education and value pack. You know, like there needs to be some content within the content. But when it comes to who to bring on, what we talk about, when I record and all that stuff, like it's 100% up to me, which I'm really fortunate about. That is awesome. So do you ever, do you have that same like workplace situation where you, like, do you ever think about after you record a podcast or while you're recording one, like, oh, what if my boss doesn't like this or something Mm. like that? Like, I just think it's a very unique situation. Yeah. Content creation is usually, you know, you serving yourself, serving your community, but you're serving the community yourself. And then also, you know, it's your job. Yeah. And I think at first I kind of struggled with that with the first couple episodes. I'm like, what are they going to think? Is this what they Mm -hmm. expected when they hired me on? And I learned pretty quickly that 
I'm the expert in this field when it comes to my team, which I mean, saying that now, it sounds kind of weird, but they <laughs> hired me on as the podcast host, as the head of, you know, this show. Like I am the show's identity. I create it how I want it to be created. And they trusted me with that pretty much right from the get-go. And they kind of instilled that trust in me by telling me that, like by saying, okay, I feel like you know what you're doing. Like you have the drive, you have the passion, go out there, figure it out. If you need help with this and this and this, like we will be there and be your support, but you are the podcast. And I think like by giving me that confidence early on, it allows me to say now, like I am, you know, the podcast expert when it comes to like our team and whenever podcast, anything comes up, they come straight to me. And as much as I'm like, I might not know that question, you know, Google's your best friend. <laughs> yeah, we are very lucky these days. And I think it's an important lesson. Like it's okay to be confident. It's okay to take yeah. people's reassurance and validation and compliments and allow it to build you up. And it's okay to be proud of your work and share that. And I think mm. a lot of women especially just feel like, oh, if I'm not being self-deprecating or if I'm not doubting myself or X, Y, Z, like I'm an obnoxious bitch. Yes. <laughs> and, and yes, even by me just saying like, does this come <laughs> off as a cocky bitch? But I'm just right. literally saying what I've done. Yeah, it's okay it's to be proud of your work. Like I'm proud of myself too. It's a great thing. It's very hard to put yourself out there. It's really yeah. hard to have that confidence, but you're not going to get to where you want to go without it. So just like, exactly. I mean, the podcast ratings, your boss's feedback, like it's all just giving you validation. So if you're not going to take it, relish in it, run with it, what is it there for? And what's the point? Like, why do we yeah. all, I, I hate when people feel like they have to sit and sulk and like dis like shit on their own work just to feel relatable. Like it's so silly. I know. And I've actually had this conversation before with my boyfriend when he'll be listening to like the podcast and I'm in the same room with him and I'm like, oh, oh my God, turn that off, turn that off. Like it's kind of embarrassing. And then I'm like, wait, why? Like I literally put it on the internet where so many people can listen to it. Like why am I not proud of it? And being like, oh yeah, like you like that part, didn't you? Or something, <laughs> you know? Versus yeah. I'm like, do not listen to it in the room when I'm in the room. <laughs> so funny because this literally happened to me yesterday. Mm -hmm. The podcast episode I edited was downloading and it takes like seven minutes or something. I went to the bathroom. I come back and all of a sudden you hear like the intro song Ooh. come on and like the oh, episode yeah. starts playing. Like, and I'm no. like, I literally ran to the computer to pause it. We were at his grandparents the other day and he's like showing them so proud. And I'm like, I literally went to the bathroom because I'm like, I can't listen to this in front of people, <laughs> yes. but I can talk about it confidently, but it's like yeah. listening. But yeah, it's like we need to practice. I think that's something we can both take away from this. Just like practice sitting, listening, sitting through the discomfort, and it's only going to build your confidence up even more. So I feel exactly. like we have some homework to take away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I want to hear more about the company overall. If there are people listening and they are a girl wanting to build an empire, like what what can the company, what does the company do? What do they sell? What is the deal? Yeah, so girls building empires, I like to describe it as like a media group. So we have an Instagram. That's where we're most known for. We have like a 2 million follower, I guess, community there. And then we also have like these Facebook groups for people who use Facebook or prefer Facebook. Like we have our Facebook groups as well, but we also sell like masterclasses and courses on how to build your empire online. And it talks a lot about what we talk about in the podcast about self-confidence, imposter syndrome, um, 
more about like shifting your mindset kind of thing to like start acting on your passions versus like technical like masterclasses on like how to's and whatnot. But we do have certain things when it comes to like Instagram, like how to's and whatnot. We have those courses as well. But I I like to just call us as like a community where we want to educate and bring value and motivate people. I mean, that's kind of where we're most known for, like I said, for our Instagram. And that's where the podcast kind of comes in is creating more of that community space where women can feel supported and empowered and get to hear from their mentors. So yeah, that's kind of what our mission is. I'd say long, long story short is to educate, motivate and inspire. Yeah. I feel like they're definitely doing something right because I never heard of girls building empires before until your podcast. So Mm, you can definitely tell your boss that they're doing something (laughs) right. But it sounds like the younger create and cultivate in a way. Mm. Oh, wait, was that like a brand? Oh, you don't know create and cultivate? (laughs) Oh my God, you're going to have to go look it up after this. It's like the same. It's Jacqueline Johnson, I believe, is the founder. And it's the same thing where it's just this large community. They have a podcast called Work Party. They have online platforms, panels, in-person events, just like to motivate women to, I I guess it's entrepreneurship. It's like create, create and cultivate companies. I don't know. I don't work for them, but it sounds pretty (laughs) similar. So I'm going to need to check out Girls Building Empires because I I love create and cultivate and it sounds like almost a younger version. So Mm. I'm curious, since working there, have you learned a lot about entrepreneurship, content creation just through engaging with your company's content? Yeah. I mean, even the people I work with, they're so inspiring. Like I'm on calls weekly with, you know, the other girls on the team and just hearing them like being these, I hate to use the term boss babes and I hate that he even brought it up, (laughs) but like being like really independent leaders, you know, and just like getting Mm -hmm. their work done, like that's inspired me a lot too, but also like hosting these guests and bringing these guests on the show. A lot of them are content creators, but a lot of them are also like boutique owners or CEOs or startup like owners. And I find just hearing their story really inspiring. And it's also really relatable because it's so hard to like, or I guess a lot of us put content creators and CEOs and everyone like on pedestals, which is great Mm -hmm. because they're successful and that's amazing. And we should look up to them in that way as mentors, but it's not until you get on like a zoom call or you sit down with them and you get candid and the walls kind of come down and they start to share their story about how it all started. And you start to think like, wow, like we're all kind of on the same boat. You know, like we're, I'm starting to notice a pattern where not everyone has their shit together. And that's, kind of, I guess I would say my biggest takeaway from, you know, interviewing all these entrepreneurs is that not everyone has their shit together. And that's kind of reassuring. Yeah. It humanizes it a bit. Like just because they're, you know, I, it kind of goes back to that saying of like, you're someone else's day 500 can't be your day five or something like that. Like we're always looking to people who have been doing it for 10, 11 years, whatever we want to be doing. And we're comparing ourselves. And when you really talk to them and hear from them, they struggle with the same things we do. And they're 10 years ahead of us, exactly where we're striving to be. And it kind of goes back to the idea also how like 
you're you're almost never satisfied so it's like i'm something i've been trying to do is be more present and like enjoy the moment enjoy the space i'm in right now even though it might feel a little like less structured instead of thinking of it that way it's how about thinking of it like wow i'm in such a spontaneous like exciting time in my life i'm trying to like pivot the perspective because we're Mm. always going to have goals we're you can i mean you always hear it like from youtubers that i have on my podcast they're like yeah I've always wanted to get to 100,000 subscribers. I always said, once I hit that, I'll be happy. And then it's like the next day, you're waiting for 200,000. And it's yeah. like such a, it's such a mind game. Like it really we're is. always going to look towards the future. So I think it's just a good takeaway that everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's looking to goals. Everyone's comparing themselves to the people who are 10 years ahead of them, even exactly. if other people are looking at them like they're the most successful. So I think that's a great takeaway and it's a great thing that I also learned from podcasting it's like we're mm-hmm. all kind of in the same boat no matter how far along we are in our journeys or For our sure. age or how like we're all in the same boat trying to make it work so like mm-hmm. it's kind of a nice reminder to just sit back and enjoy the yeah. ride rather than just like stressing and trying to get even like in corporate life like trying to get mm-hmm. that promotion it's like once you get it then you have to wait another two years for your next one. Yeah. And you're kind of like, wah, wah. So like, it's yeah. it's a nice reminder to just stay present. Yeah. And enjoy the journey too. I like that you said that. Like enjoy the yeah. moment and enjoy kind of the process that you're building. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's also a good thing to like sit back and think about is like, am I enjoying the journey? Because it's there's this saying that's like, choose your problems. Because like, this is another saying. I don't know why I'm whipping sayings out, but (laughs) the other saying is like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. But like, I know Natalie Barbu has been saying recently, like, that's not necessarily true. You're still going to work, but it's like, choose the work that you enjoy or like choose, like, you're always going to have problems or issues or like, there's always going to be pros and cons. So it's like, choose the ones that you can deal with and cope with. Mm -hmm. So like, as long as you're enjoying the journey, enjoying like the struggles that come with that, in a sense, like you get to choose your own path and you get to figure out like, okay, I can deal with these struggles or like these struggles are motivating me like Mm -hmm. comparison. Okay. Let's take that comparison challenge and like figure out how to cope with it. And then you build more confidence, more self-awareness. So yeah, there's a lesson in everything we're doing. And I think that you're a prime example of just figuring out what you want to do from a young age and going for mm-hmm. it without limitations. You're not letting experience holding you back, hold you back or anything. You're just like mm-hmm. going after what you want and look where it landed you. You're in like the perfect <laughs> dream position. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely very thankful. Yeah. So that's that actually leads me to another thought. Like what are some challenges with your position? Because like we're saying, it's a dream job, of course, and it's absolutely incredible. Like, what are the challenges? Because there's a challenge that comes with literally any dream job. Oh, yes. There's been quite a few, (laughs) to say the (laughs) least. I mean, starting off and coming on the team, like, like I said, I'm the podcast expert. So I was the one to kind of figure out what format I wanted to make the show and where I wanted to host it and how to create an RSS feed and how I wanted to sound and everything, which was a learning process on its own. I think starting anything from the ground up is difficult. So, I mean, I'll keep that to itself. But some challenges, I'd say one of the biggest ones is consistently 
trying to create fresh and new content when I'm not feeling motivated. I'd say that was that will be one of the biggest things. And especially since I'm, you know, I play basketball at my university too. So I'm a student athlete, which is a whole job on its own. Yeah. So having those worlds like kind of collide sometimes where I'm not in the right headspace to be creating content, but I'm like, I have this guest tomorrow I'm recording with. What do we want to talk about? You know? And <laughs> Whereas I look at some of my teammates and they're like, oh, it's like a Saturday night or a Sunday night. Like I'm just chilling. Meanwhile, I'm like, I got to work. But like you said, it doesn't yeah. feel like work. But I would say that's one of my biggest challenges. And it seems like sometimes with content creators or podcasters, like like we said, it's so easy. It comes to them so easily. Like they know what they're doing and all the time. But I'm here to say that is not the case. I mean, it might just be for me only, but I like to think that no. other people feel the same way where – I will have this guest and I'm like, <clears throat> I want to talk to them and I want to share their story, but I'm not 100% sure where I want the episode to go. So trying to create fresh new content when you're not feeling motivated has definitely been a struggle sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's a creative role. It's a creative job. And when you're exuding like physical and mental energy as a yeah. student and basketball, like to actually sit down and be creative when you're exhausted, but you have this recording the next day, like it is hard. It is a struggle. And you want to just, I'm sure you've had moments because I know I have where you're just, you're just like, I woke up hungover. I woke up tired. I'm not in the mood today. Like I just want to cancel. And like, yeah. you're just not always feeling up to, you're not feeling in your most inspired state to ask good questions and really be like into the conversation. So yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a job where you like kind of always have to be on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's kind of nice because I do my own scheduling, but for example, yes. when I do have a recording, I'm like, this is going to be an episode. Like I want to make it as like as best as it can be kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely that little struggle, but I, like you said, like it's a dream job and I still think of it that way. Like if I didn't have this position, where would I be? You know, like what would I be doing? So I don't know. I'm just very thankful for it regardless of those challenges. Yeah. It also gets easier. I feel like it kind of becomes second nature. Like you don't have yeah. to prepare as much. It just like sort of flows, but that's also, yeah. that's why I'm always like super not picky, but intentional about who I bring on the podcast. Cause okay. I'm like, I need to watch their IGTVs or something, like see how they speak to make sure we're going to vibe well or yeah. it can really make for a sticky podcast <laughs> yeah. if they're well, like not conversational. Exactly. And I think that's another challenge. I mean, not finding guests because I do find a lot of guests pretty easily. A lot of them I just who I'm following, but sometimes <laughs> I'll bring on a guest and I was like, come out of them and be like, oh, that wasn't a great episode. So mm -hmm. just like you, like whenever I bring someone on the show or decide to bring someone on the show, like before I even reach out to them, I'm scoping through their social media. I'm doing like a deep dive search into all their platforms. <laughs> Sounds kind of creepy, but I think it's needed because you need to make sure this person's going to bring value. It's necessary because I've had people on that I'm like, oh, they seem so comfortable on their Instagram stories yeah. and everything. But then it ends up being like a QA and a because they forget about like the conversational component to it. Yes. So it's always a nice time when you're podcasting with another podcaster. because Exactly. They, get it. They, they do get it. It is. <laughs> it relieves a bit of stress. Yes, for sure. Okay. Well, I could talk to you all day and we are going to talk some more because I'm gonna, about to be on your podcast. So everyone can listen over there on the Girls Building Empires podcast, but let's get into the ending segment, fun facts and favorites. What is your morning routine? 
Oh, geez. I mean, it kind of <laughs> it kind of changes day to day. And I hate to say that. But with my schedule, like I said, being on with ball and school and this, it really does change every day. But I'd like to think that this is what I would do if I were to have a steady morning routine. Um, and I do do this when I don't have stuff in the morning, but I'll get up. And the first thing I'll do is I'll brush my teeth and then I'll get some coffee. And I like to have a slower morning, especially if I don't have anything scheduled like within the first like hour of my day. I don't want to be looking at work or anything. I don't want to be, you know, flipping through my emails first thing in the morning. So one thing that I really like to do is just chill and watch YouTube or watch Netflix. I think that's a big thing too that I've been trying to incorporate more is now that I have this position and I'm constantly trying to create content and stuff, I find myself not being able to watch people's content all the time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I can't like just sit down and watch someone's YouTube video like I used to do. Now I have to, you know, listen. No, listening to a podcast is still content, but like watching a movie (laughs) or sitting down and reading like something that takes me outside of like the social media realm within the first few hours of the day, I think is very key in my routine. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely relate to that because sometimes I just feel like throughout the day I'm like consuming all this content and I love it because it inspires me and I want to be inspired and I want to come up with ideas. But then it's like, we need some me time. We need to just unplug. It's like your mind craves it. Okay. So what is your favorite or some favorite YouTube channels to watch? It depends what I'm doing. So if I'm eating or if I just want to like laugh, I am a huge Cody Ko fan. So I love Cody Ko. He's great. He's so funny. But then if I want to just like have something playing in the background or I want to watch like a vlog or something, I actually really like JC Marie Smith. She's someone I had on the show and got the opportunity to interview, but her vlogs are just very soothing. So that's, that's who I watch. I love her vlogs. I completely agree. Okay. What is your favorite podcast? Ooh, my favorite podcast. Good question. I like Kenzie Elizabeth's I Love You So Much. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think I used to listen to a podcast a lot more than I do now because I moved, so I'm in the city now. I'm not driving as much. That's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I listen to a bunch, though. I listen to JC's podcast with her friend Chelsea. I listen to The Skinny Confidential, obviously. Yeah, I would say those three, Kenzie's and then JC's and The Skinny Confidential. I love The Skinny Confidential. Yeah, it's like the OG. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you can't go wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, when do you feel your happiest? Oh, I feel my happiest when I feel accomplished, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when I record an episode and I come out of it feeling like that was a really good episode, I just feel like such a big adrenaline rush, which I think I love. And that's when I feel happy because I'm like, oh, I did it. Like, that's so exciting. People are going to love it. Like, I'm so happy that that happened. So when I feel accomplished, for sure. And that happens like with basketball, too, like after we win, like and I get that high of winning yeah I'm just a competitive person so maybe winning just has a lot to do with it but (laughs) just when you win (laughs) yeah okay lastly what would be your last meal on earth Ooh, you know I want to say sushi really bad because I love sushi but I'm a pasta girl through and through I love any kind of pasta and all kinds of pasta 
So any I'm kind of pasta. <laughs> okay. Where can the people find you, your podcast, everything? Yeah. So you can find my personal Instagram. It's just at Madison V Reed and Reed is spelled R-E-I-D. And you can find Girls Building Empires on Instagram, just Girls Building Empires. And you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and we also have a video version on YouTube. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast and let's go record yours. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I would so appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, review, and definitely subscribe so that you don't miss another insightful episode. You can also engage with the community on the Dare to Self Care podcast Instagram. So definitely join us all there and I will see you guys next week. Bye.